This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get reward points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, here's Michael Hefele and it is a having dream to be on the podcast and he takes the chance. Oh, where's he going to drop? Heffel is in there! Oh, he's going to chase the keeper down. He's charging down! Yes! Heffel has just scored for the most bizarre goal you'll ever see! Infield, he's got Moy. Moy can still hit one anyway. Deflection! Heffel off! 2 1 on the field town! Michael Heffel of the cult hero! Christopher Schindler. Has a chance to write his name in Huddersfield Town legend. And he takes that chance! Yeah, Christopher Schindler. This guy. This episode is once again sponsored by the brilliant Magic Rock Brewing. Currently, if you're in lockdown and you need a couple of beers, uh, Magic Rock are offering uh, next day delivery for all orders over £40. No voucher codes needed. Uh, Just head over to uh, the website, which is www.magicrockbrewing.com forward slash shop. And also keep an eye out on social media over the next couple of weeks as well. There'll be some more packs and uh, a few interesting things on the horizon as well. Michael, I, I missed the Leeds game. I got a text from my friend Tasha. I'll never forget it for the long as I live with the best text I've ever had because the game I was watching was the same time as the town game. And, and she sent me a text two o'clock. She says, Heffel is scored in the last minute and there's just been a riot on the touchline. And I'm thinking, I'd had a drink and it were early doors. I'm thinking, nah, man, <laughs> it happened, didn't it? So you've got to... What? Tell, tell us about that Leeds game wow. from the start then, Michael, because it, it was, I think they were third and we were fourth at the time and there was like a point between us. Uh, and again, on Sky, again, we, we'd only had a couple of days from, from the Brighton game. Uh, so we'd had less time to prepare and less time uh, than, than what they had. And we gave them it for 90 minutes. Yeah, I, I, I remember quite good because... Um, you were like after this Brighton game a little bit tired and it was a 12 o'clock game so it's like a different rhythm as well and uh, I can remember when Shindy and me were, were in the room together we had like after the breakfast we were so tired that we had like a, a quick nap after breakfast would, would not really happen because normally we take breakfast and then we talk or we walk and then it's lunch again but we had a little nap and then when we when we drive um, to the to the bus. Obviously, it was big big tension. Everybody wanted to win this derby. Everybody knows they hate each other. And for these games, you you just want to play these games because these are big games. You you feel the you know the hate between each other, the rivalry, and it's just like in these games you want to perform, you want to be the winner. And um, we go there in the bus. Katja was talking to me and said like yeah it's an important game it's a tight game and phew, imagine you score today imagine you score you will be like uh, um, a legend forever and I thought like yeah Katja this will be fantastic so just just score one Katja for us and he said like no I have the feeling you score and I was like thinking yeah I don't know just want to win mate and uh, the game was was quite 
quite tight and this striker from them, this big guy, Wood nice also. Yeah. yeah, he was like uh, a big, big lad. And I like to play against these big guys. It was always a very physical battle and wasn't nice, you know. They pl- it was was a good game because they were a good team and you could say like, look guys, you're Leeds United. You think you're better than us, but you aren't because we are better and we played them, we played them. And uh, you felt the pressure. You felt like the stadium were like, the atmosphere was like buzzing and it was like loud and the atmosphere, ah, just amazing. And it was like, one oh, you just want to win this game because you, you can't really gave them one point and uh, uh, in the last couple of minutes I don't know how the situation was or why I was in the in the in the opponent's box I just felt like nah I, I want to do something I had too much energy and we can't can't leave it like this and I just sneaked forward I don't know why after free kick or something and then he walked out at me say like have stay have stay and I was like yeah yeah whatever see you mate let's go now and um yeah, then I was just around there, sneaking around there and just for like, mm, maybe I got a tap in, maybe I got a header, maybe I got something. I, w- I want to I wanna finish this game off now because I knew this was a sky, sky game, sky live game. And when it's always a live game, you get this nice little man of the match trophies. And I was always like annoyed from Aaron Moy, this guy, because he got always these trophies. So the chance <laughs> that you get this trophy is very little. But as, as a heart, I wanted to have a song. I wanted to have as well this Man of the Match trophy because to get a trophy or get something like this, it's just like something what you have for your life, you know? And you never get it as a defender, you know? Always the strikers, always the number 10, always Aaron Moy, anyway. So I just felt like, you know what, Leeds United, we all hate Leeds. Just to do something and then the... The, the situation was like the ball at some somehow just landed in front of my, my, my feet. And it was all like slow motion. I didn't hear anything around. I, I just saw the keeper and I just saw the ball come slowly to me. And I was just thinking, okay, you like three meters in front of the goalkeeper, Michael Heffele, just try to hit the ball with the inside of your foot and put it a little bit left, this will do. Just just hit it, you know, because sometimes you don't hit the ball or whatever. I just was focusing on this touch. Just touch it clean, then it goes left, this guy has no chance. The ball come, I touched it in a tackle, something like this, and I knew, haha, this ball goes in. <laughs> and, Explosion, 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 explosion. I wanted to climb the John Smith Stadium and, I don't know, jump down to the pitch. It was pure, pure emotion because uh, you wanted to win this game so badly. You were close in the table. You want to achieve something. And in these big games, you want to be the difference. And I was just so lucky for everybody around for a whole Huddersfield town because I knew from my neighbors or from the people around that it means a lot. Even Dean Hoyle said it means a lot. And you understand this, that it's like not just a football game. It's more than a football game for all the people. And for me as well, this is more just than just 90 minutes. It's just like, this is forever, forever. Were you involved in the trouble after, Michael? I can't remember the footage, no, I, guys. I remember Michael it? Ran up I was on the, the other side. I was yeah. like celebrating because I was in, a, in another level. I was in the cloud and I was thinking, I can't believe this. I can't believe this. Just scored a late winner. And uh, yeah, it was just amazing, you know. And then I was on the half, halfway line or something. I looked over where all the guys are. I felt like, you're joking, guys. I just scored. Nobody's, like, celebrating with me <laughs> over here, having a laugh with the supporters on the other side. Yeah, 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 yeah. Turn around, and they had a, a, a little fight uh, on the um, on the other side where the coaches are. And I felt like, ooh, I really want to join this fight now because, you know, quite <laughs> <laughs> strong. Can show off there a little bit. But I was exhausted from my sprint, from my celebrations. I felt like, 
this 60 yards over there. When I come over there, it's finished anyway. So just stay cool. They will handle the situation. And yeah, they handled the situation. It was anyway like nothing special. They just picked off because they lose. And then they say it was no respect from the manager. I don't know. Just a little bit like, come on. We are like grown men. We just yeah, babies. He's a bad and loser. I won't, like, uh, I won't worry about like, it. Crying. At least you were nice and composed for your interview after F. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, F. So we've got it's it's lunchtime on a Sunday. There's families all around the country ready to sit down for their Sunday lunch and uh, you know say say some prayers, etc. And uh, put on the football maybe, and then put it on. And then there's this happy German with Izzy Brown. Izzy Brown's face I'll never forget when it when he looks at <laughs> looks at what you've done. But, uh, and then you sit there and, and the immortal words come out and, and it's forever since then been known as the Hef Bomb. So maybe talk us through um, <laughs> maybe talk us through the interview. Well, what, what should I say, guys? I was like so, so happy to win this game, you know? Then this guy, guy comes over and say like, ah, oh, Michael, please, uh, can you come to the camera and uh, to the reporter? And I thought like, yeah, of course I can do it. And I just was hoping like, you... You give me this man of the match, hopefully, you know. I was quite honest. Easy Brown was as well. Then I thought, like, easy, why is getting easy this man of the match? And then it came out that I got it, and I was like over the moon. Anyway, my feelings you can't describe my feelings because this was as well one of the proudest per- perfect day, perfect, perfect day. day, yeah, big rival derby, and then score last, last minute winner get this man of the match trophy, which means for me a lot. Uh, I was just so happy and I just wanted to say it's like a having dream for me because in German, when I, when I transfer to German, it's normal that you say it. it's like a having dream, you know? Oh. And then this guy said, like, oh, you can't say this on live TV. Uh, sorry for the language. And I was like, thinking, whoa, 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 what is going on here? Because I didn't know. And he gave me the hard shoulder and I was looking to his shoulder and I was thinking like, what are you doing? You're talking out too easy. Uh, you still give it me, please. I was like shocked. <laughs> I was disappointed. I had like, like a little bit shaking. What did, did, what, what did I wrong? You know, and then he said it too easy. Yeah, obviously you can't say this. And I felt like a little boy who got told off from this uh, sky, sky man. And I was thinking, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I don't want to cause any problems. They interviewed you again. <laughs> Just give you the trophy. <laughs> you, you were interviewed again, and it were the same guy. I, I can't remember who we were playing. They said, Michael, he would smile, and you smiled, and he smiled. said, Michael, just be careful what you say. I think it one after One that after Sheffield Wednesday. Wednesday in yeah. playoffs. Oh, yeah. what it, yeah. 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 That would be lit, that. Good close, yeah. But fantastic thing as well, Michael, is not only did that, it, it, it added to the season, it added to the, the personality of the season and not only did it make everybody laugh and make everybody smile, you know, from, from what you did, because it, it was an accident, we could see that. But what it did is it gave the season a catchphrase as well. And I'm sure Dave Thrillfall Sykes won't want to put it on the DVD, you know, Huddersfield Town 2016-17, it's a heffing dream. But it gave us all the catchphrase for the season and, and away at Rotherham on, on Valentine's Day night, you know, we're, we're all there behind the goal and all the Huddersfield fans are singing, it's a, you know, it's an effing dream behind the goal. You must have felt like that was pretty good, you know. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty good and it was like, I, I, I didn't know that I, I can't say this. It was just like, you know, I'm a little kid, like a little kid, feel like a little kid and I was just so happy, so happy about how how the team is doing, about how the fans are to me, all the circumstances around. It's just like amazing. And then you guys starting with, it's a having dream. It's even, you can't understand, <laughs> really, you know? And then it just like, you know, just do it, boys. And then we just did it all together and uh, yeah, turned it from a dream in a reality. But it was like, not, not a purpose, everything like, just happened like even with the dressing gown or with all this stuff before I it, it just like it come was, to me more or less I, natural it, wasn't it, it just it, these it things like, happen, yeah. it, it just happened you know and um, it felt just great it felt great so we're getting towards the end of that season we um, we gave Newcastle and Brighton a lot to worry about um, 
didn't quite get there in the end, but we got into the playoffs the first time that Huddersfield Town had ever got into the playoffs in the championship, um, which was a great achievement in itself, especially for, for, you know, people that, you know, some of the um, experts at the start of the season were tipping Huddersfield to get relegated, uh, you know, likes of Ian Holloway, etc. Um, Most of the bookies. <laughs> yeah. A lot of the bookies. Um, we didn't, we got to, got to the playoffs. Uh, just wondering if you remember you remember those Sheffield Wednesday games. The, the first game against Sheffield Wednesday, they came and put a lot of men behind the ball. It was difficult to break them down. They had a good side. And it, it felt like at nil-nil, that game, that Sheffield Wednesday thought that they had everything sewn up going into the second leg at Hillsborough. Yeah, I think so. Um, these games were like, we came in the, uh, yeah, in the playoffs, in the semi-finals. Uh, semi and uh, I think we were like... Um, very good prepared because like the previous games we lost the last game against Cardiff you know but like when we played away against Derby it was already like set up that we knew we played the semis after Wolverhampton Wanderers you know yeah. so we could use the games after Wolf, uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers to to practice a little bit to like how it is it how is it which kind of um yeah, match plan you want to do, how, how you can like handle it. Like for example, in Derby, we were one nil up with a counter attack and then we defended okay until the end and we get uh, a goal, you know, and we played one one. And this gave us like uh, experience, what you needed for the semis, you know, that you have to be switched on all the 90, 96 minutes, whatever. So, I thought this as a good learning curve for us, the last games, what happened there, that we don't make these mistakes in the real semifinals. Because when it's like 85, whatever, you just kick the ball as hard as you can. It's nothing that you can play out the ball, whatever. It's just that not conceding. And I felt very well prepared for the semifinals. And this is the big games. You want to play the big games. The little games... You have to play to get to the big games. But there you felt these games, they mean something. It's about like going in the next round, going in the finals. You just felt it. You felt it in the air. It was such a nice feeling to be part of this game. Because, I don't know, it's like a, it's a, like a World Cup. You lose, you're out, you win your next round. And you had, a big, you had a big prize to play. And uh, we felt very comfortable and strong against Sheffield in our house. John Smith uh, had the Forest Jerry unlock, and um, yeah, went then to Hillsborough, which was like emotionally and atmosphere-wise wild, just just wild. We came good in the game. This hey, that, 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 that night, that night were unbelievable. I mean, you personally were immense that night. That that were for me up there as possibly your best game in a town shirt that night. I thought, yeah. it I thought it were unbelievable, and there were no way with performances like that you could just say we weren't going to lose that night. It just no. there were no way we were getting beat, and you could there's nothing as little stand up at the top in the middle of nowhere, and we could feel you can feel that you can. I but the noise when they scored. Oh, I thought we were done, Neil. That when Fletcher yeah. said it, I. I'll be honest, Michael, I thought we were finished. I didn't think we could come up off the canvas. What What did you think then? Did you just think we can still do it, obviously, but or were you devastated? Well, how we how we started the game and how the atmosphere was in this game with this hey-ho Sheffield Wednesday, which was immense and very loud, and we came good in the game, and I thought, like, yeah, we, we, we can win this game, and we were comfortable, and I, I never thought, like, they would score but then when it was dark, when the floodlight was coming out, the atmosphere was like, hmm, hmm. And this Fletcher scored the header and the boys from Sheffield were so loud and yeah. with these lights out, hey, oh, Sheffield. It made you like so small, pushed you inside the pitch, you know. It was like so much pressure and the next five minutes, they, they dominated us. And we just thought, like, come tight all together, get through this hell right now. It was like an open, open ocean, like everywhere, like we get like thrown around and 
you just couldn't breathe because they come and come and come and you defend and you defend and we just thought like, just get through this five minutes, get through this 10 minutes, the game will change, the game will change. From being there and watching it, they, they made one big mistake from watching it. When they scored, Stephen Fletcher, a great cross from Bannon, great header by Fletcher. And then after that initial sort of four or five minutes of real pressure, they took Fletcher off, which were really strange at the time because he, he would he would played really well. And they brought Jordan Rhodes on, who, and obviously we know as Huddersfield fans, we know all about Jordan Rhodes and how good he can be. But from how it were going for them then, it, it completely killed it for them. And that substitution, for me, changed the game back in our favour as much as bringing Kwaner on. So, yeah, we came, we came then a little bit back. We could breathe. We could play again. Everybody was like, no, this is not going to happen. This is not going to happen. We, 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 not, we are not losing here. So everybody puts more effort in. Uh, Chris Löwe played as well, very well. He pushed us forward. And then even with Colin Kwaner, you know, this guy is a great character. In hard situations, he will be there. He will be running. He will be running. Even if he is dead, he will run for the team. He will cover some space. He can create something. And everybody, I was thinking like, nah, this is like not impossible. It can't stop here. It can't stop here. This is like not, not going to happen. And when Colin, I don't know how it happened. Colin go down the side and he tried to cross it or whatever. And they made their own goal. It was a big relief. We are back in the game because normally you can't come easy back in this game. And we needed this, this kind of bit of a luck to get this goal. And then, uh, extra time, you know, you just, it just has to be like this with the penalties away. Everything was set up for us. We can't, we can't win against this. Okay. Uh, we can't lose against these guys, you know. They thought that we are Sheffield Wednesday. We're way better, lots more money, whatever. No, we are... All, the, all the talk was about everyone were convinced it was going to be a Fulham-Sheffield Wednesday final. That's all you heard from press. Yeah. Fulham against Sheffield Wednesday, Fulham against Sheffield Wednesday. Town and Reading were just basically written off before they even kicked a ball, right. which Very after the season we had were ridiculous, really, yeah. So, how, yeah. How, how did it feel, Michael, then? It, it goes to penalties and you toss a coin, don't you, to decide which end the penalties are at. So the penalties go at the, the cop end at Sheffield where all the noise is. And I've seen the video from behind the gold, you know, where the penalties, you guys are coming forward and you can hear the swearing and the vitriol in the, you know, from the crowd that, you know, you step forward for the penalty and they're calling you all the names under the sun. You're under immense pressure. There's so much pressure in that situation. You know, there's, a, there's an entire season sort of hanging on your shoulders and building this up a lot now for you. But how does that, how does that feel sort of walking forward? If you can sum it up in words, how you've got all this going on and the pressure of the season and your teammates looking at you, hoping that you're going to do it. Um, we get off to a good start. Danny Ward saves, you know, their first penalty from uh, Hutchinson, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Number two. Firstly, why were you second? Uh, and uh, did you take penalties at Dresden as well? Is Was penalties something that you're familiar with? Yeah, I took penalties as well in Dresden. Um, why I was second, I don't know. Um, you just, um, after, the, after, after the game, when we were in front of the penalties, the gaffer asked who is going to take a penalty. And I was like, straight me. And then all the guys who were confident. There was like no doubt that I, that I, when I speak about my person, that I don't take it. I will take every time a penalty because I want to decide I want to be part of this. I want to be part of this game or in this movie. I want to be one of the actors. You know, mm -hmm. I don't want to be just in a boat and good luck, guys. No, 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 no. Um, so it was, was clear for me to, to take it. And uh, when you see Chris uh, Loy got, got forward and scored, quite good penalty the other guy scores and then it's your next turn and you think like mm, you better score now as well and uh, you just walk quick forward to the penalty spot and when you when you leave the group for me I, I didn't hear anything around it was quiet I, I don't know when I watched like a video I watched one time a video from this it was quite noisy and quite boo or whatever but to this time I, I didn't really uh, hear anything I just wanted to put the ball down be calm I know where I put the the ball and uh, yeah had a little look on the goalie it went in 
And the pressure from this point, it just like dropped. And you felt like, good. A little, bow well, and arrow, a little bow and arrow as well, wasn't there? A little, little bow and arrow, you know? <laughs> a little Robin Hood. Because previously, you know, these Sheffield guys, they think they're the best. And I thought like a little anecdote, like we take it from the from the rich and give it to the poor. So I thought like <laughs> we gave you a little bit. And um, yeah, this was quite a big relief. And uh, when, uh, yeah, when Danny Ward uh, secured us the final, it was just like fly, baby, fly. How fast is Danny Ward? Wow! <laughs> He's so quick, this guy. He's so quick. And then we just had this whole run. Your legs were hurting. You were so tired. And you pit, put all, everything in your last sprint for this big celebrations. Because this is, you couldn't believe what, what it really means. Like Wembley, Wembley final, playoff final. What, what does it really mean? And, you know, through everybody's excited and happy. And just can remember to run, run, run. I had some friends over there. And I just wanted to jump in the crowd. And You almost jumped in the Sheffield Wednesday. And didn't all, you? all of a sudden I fall like, huh? what's going on here? They said like, hey, fuck off, fuck off. <laughs> like, what? Relax, relax. Sorry, guys. And you were upstairs. So I, I didn't really realize this. So I was nearly over the, over the thing. And... Um, Wanted to just celebrate and was an amazing feeling. And then the guy from uh, from Sky came again and said, "Like Michael, you're man of the match." And I was thinking, "Wow, this is insane because this is a big, big game, and uh, you get this reward." Uh, very, very proud of it because I like a big game. I, I love the big games. The, the celebrations were were crazy as well. Afterwards, we've seen the videos with the celebration on the field and. You're obviously giving it some out to the fans and everybody's singing <laughs> case sarah, sarah, we're off to Wembley. And then in the midst of everything, you grab somebody by the groin on the video, which is quite funny as well. <laughs> when he doubles yeah, over. I, I don't know what's happened there. Maybe it was Rookie, my old friend, he needs a good rep, this guy. Uh, it was just pure emotions, you know? Yeah. When we celebrate, then we celebrate. And when we play hard on the pitch, we play hard on the pitch. And it was like, like for everybody, nobody could believe it. We believed in it you guys believed in it and we were the only guys on the planet who believed in us so um it makes it uh, super sweet to come then in the playoff finals to Wembley and then Wembley there's did David Wagner take you guys away and take you away from the spotlight as well did you go out to uh, Spain or Portugal or somewhere to for a little brief training we had like um this was quite nice idea that we go to Portugal I think it was for a week or so with our family uh, we could take our family with uh, with with us to Portugal um, we had a little bit training but most of the time recovery and it was like again a good thing for the whole bound you know because there you start to realize when you speak to proper English players like Dean Whitehead he says like we achieved something so far and uh, this day in Wembley will change your life it doesn't matter if you lose it or if you win it you achieved to come to Wembley in such a yeah a major league championship is not an easy league there are top players and uh, this day will, 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 will change your life regardless so it built it up. You understand it. I had some problems with my Achilles already because I had it over the yeah the last two months already to to the playoffs. But I, I couldn't skip it. You know, you had to play because you want to play every every game. You play Brighton. You play Leeds. Yeah, of course you want to play every game. You can't say like, oh, I got now Achilles problems. I would like play with like a chopped off leg leg for these games. Uh, this is this is the mentality what I what I brought up. Uh, if it was like uh, clever for the afterwards for the new season, um, maybe not because maybe I should take care about my body that I could play uh, or perform in the Premier League when we achieve it. But you don't know it, so I would do everything the same, every, yeah, yeah. every time the same. So um, it was just more or less for me when I speak about my personal uh, time in Portugal to recover, to get the best what I can be in Wembley. Took a lot of painkillers just to get in the Premier League. And uh, yeah, when we drove down to Wembley, the day before, checked in the hotel, 
And in the window, you can see the Wembley Stadium, which is big everywhere, Huddersfield Town against Reading. It was even like a relief that we played against Reading because Fulham beat us two times very badly up. We, we didn't have any, any chance against them. So it was quite good that we played Reading because we knew, I knew we can beat Reading. We will beat Reading, you know. So confidence-wise, it was like good. And then when you, we went like the day before in the stadium to have a feeling for the dressing room, for the pitch, have a look around. Even like the little thing on the, on the pitch, what is saying, like you enter here as a player and you leave as a legend, puts goosebumps all over your body and you take this within your hotel room. You think like this day will change your life when you win it. This is the highest, the best game what you can play because the stakes are so high and you just want to win it regardless, regardless. And uh, you were a little bit nervous the, in the evening, you know, when you had your dinner, but you tried to calm down because you were so excited. It was like, you just want to play it. You just want to play it right now because you can't, can't wait. You, I, I looked so badly forward to this game that I tried to calm down, sleep, have your regular rhythm, you know, wake up, take breakfast. The build-up was like, immense to this game. Everywhere Huddersfield Town uh, uh, fans you had here on your training kit, uh, final, playoff final, Huddersfield against Reading. Then we played even in my favorite uh, uh, jersey to this time, the yellow and black stripes, which was another thing that I, I know we're going to win this. We're going to win this because this is my favorite shirt as well. Uh, then you go out uh, in the warming up, you see the 40,000 people right Huddersfield Town full you saw left, Reading, they're not full. It's just immense, immense. Uh, had, had some pain on my Achilles, I'm not going to lie. Shook loads of painkillers in me, like literally loads and loads. I can't tell you how much because then you will think like, oh my God. So I just wanted to play and win. And then when you walk out there, first of all, the whole dressing room is like, with your name, everybody's name, everybody's number, uh, then pictures on the wall right and left. And you think like, you are in Wembley. You're a little guy from a little village who, who they ever say like, you, you can't really be a professional player because you're not good enough. You're sitting here in Wembley in, in the most historic and best stadium ever and play now the biggest final what you can play. It's just, yeah, you feel so strong. You feel with so much power. You just want to go out there and win this game. Win this game for Huddersfield Town, for you, for your family, for your teammates, for everybody. And you, you stand in the tunnel, you see the Reading guys, you see Yapstam, which is a legend as well. All the people around, the whole build-up. You walk out on the red carpet, right and, uh, right and left, the fireworks, and you stand there. You just breathe it in and you get bigger. Your chest get bigger and bigger. I felt like this when I see this. I get stronger. I get more confident and more confident. And I thought like, yeah, this is the day for life change. We stand up to each other. This man gave us the hand from the EFL. And then I will never forget this moment when like God saved the queen. It was coming out. After this song, I had no pain anymore. No, nowhere. And I was like, Nearly singing like God save the Queen. <laughs> na, 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 na. It was, it, honestly, it was so nice. I had everywhere goosebumps. I knew my family is on the left, and it, it's the game. Would you ever? Dream? Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Cosy, what's your favorite away day? Matt, it's got to be the city ground at Nottingham. Just old school stadium, you're right near the pitch, great atmosphere. But there's nothing like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You win, 
Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Dreamed of a little boy when I played in front of my house. I was like always thinking some scouts are around or whatever, or the little games what you played in your youth. You want to have this big game where everybody is looking at you, where you have like high stakes, where you can achieve something. And we started the game very well. We, we, we played good. We had a good game plan. And we saw the first couple of minutes, this game plan will work. So we had full trust in this and full belief in us. And we, we should have finished the game earlier because Easy Brown had a great opportunity to finish it. He saw it late. Okay, no problem. I had a great opportunity with my header, which I missed, which it hurts me still, you know, when you think about it. And we had them under control. They don't really have big chances. We defended well. And you got to the overtime. The atmosphere is like immense, intense. And you know it. You will go penalties again. And uh, it, it had to be like, like this. How we went up, it had to be like this. In front of our fans, not after 90 minutes, we, as Huddersfield Town, we wanted to have the full experience of Wembley. We wanted to have 90 minutes. We wanted to have extra time. And we wanted to have a penalty shootout. So you got something from your ticket because you pay for a ticket. So you want everything. Absolutely. It's, and uh, I, did you injure, I think, injure your wrist as well during that game? I remember you had a, a wristband on, didn't you? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I, I had it on. Cause like I quite landed on my thumb and it was like twisted and it was like I, not not really well. But it's I don't need my hand, you know. I don't need my hand. I don't need anything else. I just need my need my need my legs. And uh, in this game, you were so focused on everything on the on the on the opponent. How is he moving? You you concentrate like two hundred percent nearly. You you see everything. You just wanted to be on on point that you know like you did everything what you could like defending wise passing wise everything every little detail had to be perfect and we did it you know and when we stepped up after this great game what we had maybe it was like boring for other people but inside the game it was just intense you made the details right uh, because there's a lot of we're playing for you come to the penalties you were exhausted anyway because it was so hot, I got already a crump. I never got a crump, and I got a crump in my left leg where I knew I had problems with my Achilles. So I knew there was going something on, which was maybe not so good. <laughs> and uh, you just, after the whistle, you know, now we go in the final last couple of minutes, which decide how is, how is your life going to be after this five to ten minutes. And the gaffer asked as well, who wants got who wanna take a penalty? And we're like, yep, 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 yep. And even Shindy was coming then and say like he wanna take one because he was previously he was uh, not uh, not in this five. And then he stepped up and he said like he wanna shoot as well one and take responsibility, which he he can take because he got the quality. He played a very good season. Um, he's always there when you need him. So for me he has to take a penalty because he got that much quality. And uh, I knew he will score anyway. And the rest, you know, exactly. The first one, Chris scored. I saw the, I saw the goalkeeper. I thought like, mm, maybe he looked at our penalties in the semifinals. Um, is he taking the same corner or whatever? And then my penalty was just uh, poor, poor. I felt confident to walk, walk to the, to the spot. And, uh, Last minute, I changed my decision, which I shouldn't do, and which was a, it's a good experience for my life to go through this because it was such a hard and deep hit in the balls to miss this penalty. I was not sad. I was angry about myself that you like worked all your way up here and then you do something like this. And I was like so annoyed of myself and so angry. But then I thought on the other hand side, I saw the other guys from Reading. It just should be. It just should be. It should be the plan that I take pressure on Reading with my missed penalty. That they think, <laughs> like, oh, bloody hell. 
we just have to score now, then we go up and they couldn't handle the pressure. <laughs> so it's all, part of, uh, it's all part of the plan. And then of the day, I'm still thinking about it. What, what would happen if I would score this penalty? Then I would say like, you never know. Because maybe if you score it, you have like a better feeling for yourself. But maybe you didn't get the promotion because the Reading guy scored and somebody else missed it. So I would, I would take any time all day long the same outcome, even this is when it's personal, hard to take because I, I want it to be perfect. And it's hard to handle such a situation where you play a final and you miss it. But on NF day, I would take it always the same way that we get promoted as a, as a Huddersfield town and as a team, as a group, as supporters that we go up, you know, it doesn't matter if I, if I, if I scored or not, you know, because we are happy with the, with the end result. On the end of the day, I saw everything. I saw the good side when you score and I saw the bad side if you don't score. And this is for me a great experience and lesson for my whole life. Michael, one thing I always want to know uh, from penalty shootouts, is there any chat like people he's going to miss or, you know, a bit of gamesmanship? I always think, I mean, I, I love cricket and there's so much chat, a bit of psychology trying to get in people's heads. What, what are people like at the penalty shootouts? Uh, Illsborough, at Wembley, did he's going to miss or I bet he won't score. Do people try and kind of put people off or is it just you to take your penalty and you, you block it all out? No, not really. Not really. There was nothing. Or even I didn't hear it. I think there was nothing from the Reading fans. And we, as a group, we were like concentrating to ourselves because we don't care what they are doing or what they want to do. We, as a group, are so strong and had so much belief in us, even after my miss, that we will win. And when the other guys stepping up, Naki, Aaron, they made a perfect penalties and when uh, when it comes then to Christopher Schindler I know exactly this day is his time because he deserved it you know he was a little bit um, uh, in the in the semi-finals he didn't feel really well at Hillsborough so it was his time and he deserves it totally and I'm so happy for him and for our group that we achieved it together because um, yeah well it's, it's history who, who thought ever that Huddersfield Town will go go up in the Premier League with a bunch of like mixed international unknown players, some from Germany, German manager. What are they doing there over there? Um, it was, yeah, it was just like uh, it, for us. It must it have was been an amazing feeling when Schindler's penalty hits the back of the net. You, yeah. You must have lost all your senses almost. And, and I did. Yeah, we, we all did in, in the group. When you saw like this 40,000 people there, everybody goes up and jumps up and you just sprint oh, yeah. over there. You don't know where to go because you've got so much emotion, so much feelings. You, you can't realize what it really means for the football club, for all supporters, for your personal life. It's just immense, well, immense, immense. I remember we, we had about... Where you, were, where you all came to celebrate in the corner at the end, that's where we were. And there's like a tunnel in every corner, isn't there? And just to the other side there, there were a load of Dresden fans. Yeah. Yeah, which brilliant. There were probably a good 20 of them all in Dresden shirts and what have you. And that's, that, that must have been a proud moment for you to see them following you all the way over to watch this game. Yeah, there were a lot of... Um, this was very proud because I know yeah. this was like 10 or 15 guys from Dresden yeah. which were coming all with Dresden shirts and 44 in the back. Yeah, they, did, yeah. they wanted to support me and I had like in total like 50 people there which uh, wanted to, to support me. And this is just, you know, what, what should I say? On this day, my family is there. You achieve such a great thing and uh, some guys are there, you know, from different clubs or from different country and all together you achieve it. Uh, and you're just happy and celebrate and celebrate. I, I couldn't celebrate so hard because I, I was hurt so much in my personal ego that like, I'm, I, I didn't uh, put it in. So I was like a little bit, ah, ah, but it's nice. Ah, so, yeah. You, you, ah. You, you, you say that, but then 
I remember, I mean, we, we spoke about this briefly on the phone last night and it sent shivers down me and I think it did you. Just talk us through 40,000 Uddersfield Town fans, your song comes on at Wembley and, and you're away. Yeah, just talk, a... us, talk us through that feeling. That's unbelievable. Well, break dancing. It's, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable, you know. Um, after this match, everybody is like celebrating. It's nuts. It's like going wild. It's going crazy. And then your song is coming and 40,000 people are singing Michael Effley's song. And they were all, duh, 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 duh. and it was just like, I can't describe it because it's so surreal. Emotional, you know, it's not real. Aspect. It's not real. Yeah. It's like, it's a dream. And yeah. I was so proud. My family is there. Uh, my, my father, my mother, my brother and sister. And I was what so did, what, what did they make of that? They must have found that unbelievable. They were as well in the stands, like... Duh, 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 duh. <laughs> did you have a song in Dresden, Michael, or not? Did they have a chant for you there? Nah, in Dresden, you don't have chants. There's just chants for clubs. And it was just, you know, this feeling in Wembley, this is like not any stadium. We speak about Wembley. We yeah, speak about Wembley. their finals. We speak about you promote in the Premier League and then your song is coming on. Yeah, how would how would you feel? Top of the world. God knows. How, how did you feel God when knows. you're on that bus? Uh, we'll talk about the celebrations and how you celebrated that night as well, because there's pictures of you getting sprayed with champagne all over the place and fantastic. And the celebrations the next day in Huddersfield Town Centre as there's thousands of Huddersfield fans lining the streets and you take and you're there in your dressing gown and, and with your hat on your F44 hat as well. I remember and you, you're on the top of the bus and. David Wagner's hanging off the side. I thought it was going to fall off at one point, singing Huddersfield, Huddersfield. And it, it was an amazing, amazing event that to, to go to and, and to see you guys singing. You're singing No Limits on the on the, on the the stage and David Wagner's singing <laughs> all sorts as well. Um, how, how did that all feel? How, 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 just tell us tell us about that day because it was, or that night even, because it was, it was certainly surreal as well. Well, it's, it's like surreal. Like this day, you you get up the stage in Wembley, you get the trophy, you make the pictures downstairs, uh, you have a little celebration with the supporters, which was unbelievable. You wanted to spend all night with them and kiss and hug everybody and thank them for this amazing season. And then you go in the dressing room, all the guys were already changed. I didn't want to really change because uh, it feels so good to be in the in the winning in the winning kit. So I was like the only one which was in full kit with my football boots, with my, with my shirt and just like went stinky in the bus. And from there on we, the guys drunk, which they deserved, you know, um, and spread it around. And we sung a lot of, a lot of things. I sipped my Coca-Cola, which was delicious. Uh, we had a very good time there. Went up to the, uh, to the hotel Dean Hoyle set up there some uh, some some nice buffet, and we were there all together, uh, celebrating, screaming, chanting, dancing, and you were just so tired from the whole whole day. And uh, on the next day was this incredible journey with the bus from the station uh, to the stage, all around Huddersfield Town, where all the supporters, which are cheering to you, um, you feel like well, how, how you feel, you feel like I'm amazing. It's just like you achieved something and all the people are there now cheering at you. And it's like, you don't, you, you want that this moments last forever, last forever. And if you remember this moments, they will give you like a, a good mood. They will remember you. Uh, that you had like nice time, a great time there, an unbelievable time there, you know, and you always think back to these good moments when you maybe, when it's not so good or whatever, or how is your uh, life situation, whatever, you think about these nice moments and this will put you always in, in a great mood. And when, you, when we went there uh, driving in with the bus and the whole people were out there, oh my God, I felt like, wow, 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 wow. This is just, yeah, best day, best day of my life, you know, with, with the promotion in Wembley and all the supporters together. This was the best two days in my, in my life. The, 
unbelievable. Yeah, it's, it's, I've, I feel like I've I've gone back to that moment in time where I'm stood in front well. of the stage now when everybody's on the stage. It was amazing. And I remember you actually had a, a boot on, didn't you? You had a um, yeah. the boot on on stage. And it, amazing days. And going into the Premier League as well, it just felt like a like a dream you know like you're half you know when you're half asleep and you're like remembering little things that you're thinking of it was it was amazing and all these new players came in but you had um that Achilles injury seemed to did that sort of make uh the Premier League more difficult for you because you made a couple of appearances didn't you in the first season in the Premier League um but did you have a couple of injuries which meant that maybe you didn't play as much as what maybe you would have done otherwise well yeah I think this uh nobody knows really um, that uh, I tried to sort it out a little bit because I had problems and um, I tried it then again and had again problems so it was not a, a perfect start because obviously I put everything on the line for the previous season that we got promoted and then I suffered obviously um, from this which I would do always the same you know that you that you put like the the achievement and the team achievement in front of your of yourself maybe it's like stupid because when you think like you could have could have be fit if you're in the Premier League and then you can fight really for your place it was never that I was like a really hundred percent fit because it bothered me always and then the the season was like um, for me for my health it was like not really great because this bothered me a lot had a break, then come back, then a break again, then I come back, then I done my knee with like the first tackle and I had to have a surgery on my knee again and then the season is over. And uh, yeah, you expected totally, totally something, uh, something else. And uh, this is just um, a very bitter pill. That must have been really, really disappointing after all the effort that you'd put into the previous season. Yeah. It's almost like you'd have your reward taken away. Well, it is what it is. It was nice to be part of it and uh, it was a great experience and uh, I, I was lucky to, to, to be part of the Premier League. I think it's, uh, not everybody can, uh, t- can get some uh, minutes there or play at Old Trafford. This was like, uh, you know, this day. Won't, nobody can take it away from me. But on the other hand side, when you see like the guys who you promoting with they're all playing, they're all doing well. Why should you not be playing well or doing well if you're fit? This is the only thing. But, you know, on the end of the day, this is football. Nobody cares about yesterday. And if you're not fit, you, uh, you're not playing or you're nothing worth then anymore. And this was a little bit sad, but this is the other side from, from football as well. I expected... Uh, something else from myself you know if 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 i would be fit i would fight for my place obviously because the the big guys in the premier league okay they just cook with water as well and uh, you can hurt them as well because they don't really like to get hurt and you can fight exactly the same maybe it's a little bit easier because these guys are a little bit uh yeah posh they don't want to hurt they want to play nice or whatever you know they're like little divas, and um, this would be it would be great. But I'm very thankful and very happy for all this experience. What I was able to make with Huddersfield Town, with the promotion, then with the Premier League season, um, I was part of this historic uh, historic moment. So, um, do you keep in touch with many people from Huddersfield Town now, Michael? Yeah, I keep in touch with. Uh, with with some guys, obviously not as much as um uh, as it was when I was there, yeah. but like I still keep in touch or still when I'm around, I'm coming around. Uh, so it's it's like literally with everybody a little bit, you know how how it is. So I'm always happy when I'm up um, Yorkshire to be there to be there around because it was just a very nice emotional time for me. Exactly how I had it in Dresden, it was like. A good time with a lot of success, and um, you just be um, be there and enjoy it. You know, you, you, you say about the Premier League, but you certainly seem to be a, a big part of the dressing room as well. I remember when we stayed up in the Premier League, and the day after there was the uh, the video from Lauren Dupuacha went 
viral a little bit of you dancing to the Lauren Depoitre song in the changing rooms as well, which was which was great to see. You were still very much part of the the uh, the dressing room as well, and and you do strike me as a a bit of a uh, a bit of a joker maybe in the pack, if you like, one of the more mischievous characters as well. I'm just wondering if you've got any. What's give you that idea? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering if you've got any sort of good stories about what the dressing room was like at Huddersfield and y- your friends there, and any sort of funny stories that maybe you might have done in in training or anything, maybe around. Uh, Mr. Kachunga or something. Well, um, oof, I don't know. I can remember when Lolo scored this brilliant goal that, uh, that we stayed up in the Premier League, uh, which uh, he did a fantastic job there. Uh, bumped in the keeper and then just tapped it in. And uh, uh, I like him a lot, uh, Lolo, because he is as well like uh, not one of these um, yeah players where you think like, oh, lean. He's like a uh, a powerhouse, you know, he's just lifting weights for fun and uh, he's strong and uh, he's a good guy. He has the heart on his right, uh, on, the, on the right side. And um, I was so happy for him because he was always grounded and he is grounded and we did a lot of things as well uh, out of football because it's just funny and he was like as well, we had some nice jokes uh, with him, especially um, yeah, with uh, Katje, Colin or like Shindy, you know, and uh, we just made like a lot of fun all together. It was to this time, it was a perfect group because um, everybody wanted to achieve something and everybody wanted to work hard. So um, uh, I can't really tell you any stories inside of the dressing room because it was always very boring, you know? I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure, we don't yeah. like jokes and uh, there were like some, some obviously jokes for that. What happens in the dressing room stays in the dressing room, guys. Obviously, it's a few years away yet, but what, what do you see as your path after football? Well, I want to I wanna definitely stay in football. So, uh, I, I will uh, I will do anything uh, to, to stay in football because this is what I did the last um, 15 years. I give everything for football and uh, this is my life. I won't go in another business or try to do there something because um, I got, yeah, too much feeling and too much love for the football. So I want to be um, a coach or like a sporting director because um, I like to work with the guys and even when I train with my brother or when we do something or with the younger kids here, I, I, I like to to share the experience or the passion or where, where can they work on or the little details. I want to, you know, just to motivate them to, to get to their best. And I was lucky that I got like some, some good managers, some mentors and, uh, you know, want to pick the best out of it. And then uh, one day, yeah, be out there and uh, manage a team or be part of a team, you know, this is, this uh, will be my dream to be like a, like a coach. Well, 44, I think I, I said it like early doors when I come over to Huddersfield Town. That is like a, a little yeah, romance to Dynamo Dresden because uh, I had a very good time there and this was like my, my door opener for like a, English football for the next achievement for the next step in my career what I wouldn't I wouldn't achieve without Dynamo Dresden because there everything kicked off and then I um, yeah build it up with Huddersfield Town so this is the reason why I take 44 because A, B, C, D D is the fourth letter of the alphabet and this is why Dynamo Dresden Excellent and when you were in Yorkshire did you pick up any of your favourite Yorkshire words or favourite Yorkshire sayings that you've uh, that you've maybe picked sure. up in Murfield? you're right pal (laughs) (laughs) nothing like this you know I like now fish and chips as well with some Yorkshire caviar Yorkshire caviar that's the stuff yeah that's the stuff right as well like um, the beans in the morning with your eggs which is as well good so I felt like most of the the times like a tourist because I want to try everything I want to want to live like uh, the British, uh, the British culture. I, I just, you know, li- like the guys, the lads, the UK. You, li- you, li- you, you lived and breathed it, didn't you? All the time you were here, you lived and breathed Uddersfield. Yeah. You know, I took everything uh, in. 
Yeah, so I want to be around because uh, it's just good to be around. Great people there. Um, they all got the heart on the on the right side. So it's uh, it's for me very important as well to have this touch with the with the city. No, I just want to say thank you, Michael, because uh, what a ride, mate, and uh, good luck for the rest of your career, man. Cheers, thank you. Absolutely. So I'd, 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 I'd say the same. Thank you for your passion, desire, and the effort that you put into yeah. into playing for our club uh, and your club, hopefully, uh, going forward as well. And you only made 48 appearances, but I don't think uh, any player in my time watching Huddersfield has put a smile on the faces of Huddersfield Town fans as much as what, what you did in those couple of years. So we'd like to thank you very much for for playing for our club Absolutely. and representing it brilliantly. It's been, a, and, uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. You're fully deserving of uh, Huddersfield Town it. cult hero status and I'm sure we'll all remember you fondly. Would, would you like to say anything back to the Huddersfield Town fans as well that have um, that might be watching this? It was a very nice and enjoyable time at Huddersfield Town. Uh, as I said, it was uh, my first steps in uh, British football. I will remember this always and I will be always thankful and bounded with Huddersfield Town because um, you gave me the opportunity with Dean Oil. I will thank him like forever. I will be thankful to him forever and um, all this love you supporters showed me over these two years um, was just um, surreal and it was not really real. It was like really like a like a dream, you just dream it. You made, you made it so special for me, and this is why uh, you guys will have always like a place in my heart. And uh, hopefully, we see, we will see us one day back. Hopefully, I shall. I'll happily buy you Yorkshire tea, some fish and chips, and some Yorkshire caviar. My treat to you. <laughs> some mint Lovely. sauce, yeah, mint sauce, and the mushy peas, though. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, just, just, just. Thanks, Mike. Thank you, Michael. It's been, uh, we've had a great few weeks on here talking to some proper town legends and you are right up there. It's um, been an absolute joy to speak to you and I hope that you go on to have a successful remainder career and get everything that you deserve because you deserve everything. Thank you very much. Thank Appreciate you, Michael. it. Auf So you go on home and you sit in your room and you think now when and how Am I ever gonna get away from this? And now you know. Come let your hair down. Tonight we will walk these streets. I used to walk them alone. Now we will walk together.
Lads, what's your favourite 90th minute goal? Got to be Heffley against Leeds. A shot from Moy and sliding in at the death, Michael Heffley. Great finish to the game. Shared with my family, only made better by ordering McDonald's via McDelivery afterwards. Three points, not nugget share box, spot on. Order McDelivery now by the McDonald's app. You in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.